Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Hey, family, and welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. For those of you that are new to the community, I am Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp, the founder and host. And for those seasoned listeners, thank you so much for tuning back in. With me today is a very special guest by the name of Allison Rothman. And I'm going to share a little bit more about who Allison is so you could get to know her. Allison Rothman holds a master's of art and she's a CYT certified yoga teacher, is a body-centered holistic empowerment coach and transformational group facilitator with 25 plus years of study and experience in somatic healing arts and therapy, yoga and meditation, authentic embodiment and holistic healing. Through her extensive studies, practices, and experiences, she provides clients and students with the ability to tap into their innate inner resource and release debilitating life patterns in order to access their truth, power, and reclaim their body, mind, heart, and soul connection. In addition to her one-on-one work, she facilitates retreats, runs women's groups, both virtual and in-person, writes, speaks, and is the host of the podcast, Embodied and Awake. She lives in beautiful Boulder, Colorado with her partner and 13-year-old son. So without further ado, let's let's welcome the woman behind it all, Allison Rothman. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. Beautiful, beautiful, yeah. My pleasure, Allison. And so here on the show, I always like to do either an icebreaker or a rapid fire 10 question game emphasis on rapid so the audience can connect with you on a deeper level outside of the meat and potatoes. So what are you in the mood for icebreaker or rapid fire? I would say icebreaker. (laughs) Okie dokie. We're breaking the ice with Allison and Genesis. So For your icebreaker, I want you to share something crazy that you have done in your life, but it gave you character or a fun and interesting fact that I certainly don't know about you and maybe not even your own community. And if you're feeling frisky, combine the both of them. (laughs) Well, you know, I have a crazy story of... um, traveling alone in Mexico and um, being witness to the a hit by the Mexican drug cartel. So yeah, there's an icebreaker for you. <laughs> That'll be a shock factor. <laughs> so it's a huge story that obviously we don't have time to get into the details of it, but it was by far one of the most highly transformative experiences of my life. Um, so yeah. Wow, that is definitely an icebreaker. And I'm sure it probably felt so surreal or maybe you were nervous. I don't know. How did- Uh, All of the above, you know, it was uh, a moment in time where I, you know, was hiding under a bed and not knowing if I was going to um, walk, you know, get back on the plane and come home. And I just feel like it was, I was divinely guided to be there. And I felt like, you know, there was this level of peace for sure, but it also clearly was scary, but, um, but also just propelled my, 
life's journey to the next level. So. Amazing. And thank you for sharing that. And so audience, I hope that gives you a little glimpse into Allison, because since she mentioned it propelled her to the next journey of life and the work that she's doing now, we're going to unpack some of that within this 30 minute um, segment. And we're going to talk about embodied life and awakening authenticity, because so many times people in life, you're living within a comfort zone and you're living within confinement and you may not really know who you are or you may be afraid of showing up because you're worried about what are they going to think? What are they going to say? Am I going to be perceived differently or et cetera? And you may not really tap into your full self um, mentally, physically, emotionally, um, or spiritually because you may be playing it safe. But how many of you know when you play it safe, you're also losing a sense of who you are because life is passing you by and that's time that you can't get back. So, Let's segue um, into Allison. How did you get involved in the work that you're doing? And what was your aha moment where you realized that I need to start looking at embodying my life and awakening my own authenticity? Great question. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I want to say so much about what you just said. It was... Uh, you, you well, said go it. ahead. Comment on that. This well, is you know, I mean, I just think that... that um, you know, especially given the rise in social media and, you know, with this pandemic, having to be so connected in that way. And, you know, I do feel as though there has been this loss of individuality and authenticity. And, you know, the episode you did about being real, being your real self, you know, that I went through a, so I've been immersed in this world for over 25 years, like I said, but Embodied Life was really um, began the birthing process. Um, I'm a sing full-time single mom. I have, I'm partnered now, but um, of my son, who's now 13, since he was one. And I had this series of highly traumatic uh, experiences happen one after the other for several years. And at the same time, I was simultaneously, you know, really creating this business because I was learning that I had to be my real authentic self across the board in my work, in my personal life. And my personal life was messy, you know, and there was a lot that was, you know, coming to light. And it was, you know, I, for example, came home to my house on fire, literally like you you, you can't make this shit up, you know? And yes, I was with my then six-year-old son and, you know, we lost 90% of our belongings, really had to start from scratch, um, you know, had a horrendous court experience with my son's dad, the, the near-death experience. It was just literally like one thing after another. And I got to this point of like, I have to, you know, I was already doing all these practices, but I have to do these practices in a way that is, that are so aligned with who I am and what I'm going through. And so I, you know, created this, this work that, um, you know, really supports individuals to meet their lives from this embodied and authentic place exactly as it is messy, ugly, beautiful, joyful, all of it, you know, because that's life, right? And we can't wait until we're like on a, you know, island somewhere where there's, you know, where we can just sit and relax for 10 days to, you know, to be able to enjoy. It's like, things are hard. People go through hard things. And 
you know, I struggle with, you know, the lack of authenticity in social media world and, the, you know, like we have to be real with each other and it shows how resilient we can become as humans and also how beautiful even the hard, heart-wrenching stuff can be, you know, because it definitely propels us to the next level of living. Yes, exactly. And I could say I totally agree with the sentiment of just being real and just sitting in what is happening to you and realizing that, yes, you may be broken or you may be going through it, but I always like to look at the word breakthrough. And I think about it's breaking you, but you're going to be able to make it through. Just like you can't have the testimony without going through the test. Or some people say the teacher or the professor is always quiet when the test is being given and the test is be, um, and you're taking the test. And I feel like from my life experiences, because 2020 was a hell of a year, and I even put it in my book, it was far from perfect vision, but a slap of reality is <laughs> chapter 13, because mm -hmm. I said, I lost my dad to medical negligence November 25th, the day before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. A week later, I get a phone call from my corporate job. Mind you, I'm in oil and gas working for a Fortune 500 company. And I just, just found out that I lost my dad a week ago, telling me that I'm being laid off. Fast forwarding, nine months and five days later, I lose my grandmother on my father's side. Mm -hmm. Then fast forwarding, I'm rolling down faith and hope lane living off of a severance package. And my husband also lost his job in the pandemic because he was in the hospitality industry being an executive chef. And I try not to share too much about my husband because for his privacy and personal reason, he doesn't like to be in the limelight. Um, then we figured out um, that we were just going to go to the Caribbean, spend some time with my family. He's never met that side of the family because they weren't fortunate to come over when we got married. Then when we got back, my grandmother passed away. So there was four L's and the win was my daughter, me finding out that I was expecting. And I tell you, whenever, you know, life happens to you or you feel like you're on this roller coaster ride or this shit show or however you want to, um, however you want to, you know, come to terms with it, you have to realize that you're not the only one going through this crap. Other people are going through it. But if you're going to sit there and sit alone, then you're not helping somebody else. But if you could grab a hold of the circumstances that's happening to you and figure out how can I work on myself inwardly in order to show up in, in my true self outwardly, then you will see how the vulnerability sparks your authenticity and other people say, you know what, Allison, I could resonate with that. I didn't go through exactly a house fire or, you know, a traumatic, um, some, some of the trauma you face or going through a horrendous thing in court with, you know, my ex or my child's um, father or my child's mother, but I could relate and I could have some empathy because life is a roller coaster ride. Then you begin to see how y'all could have a conversation and how you can engage in it and meet each other where you're at, even though it may not be exactly the same situation. But I feel like until we as human beings and individuals could start owning our own self and doing the inner work, then we're not going to be able to show up outwardly, authentically, and people could tell when you're fake and phony. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> yes, I completely agree. And you know, I, I have this aversion to, you know, others who are only sharing perhaps their, you know, 
the cheerleading, you know, like this is, woohoo, you know, we have to be real. And I think that this time of pandemic, because there's so many stories of one thing after another, like starting with 2020, you know, or even sooner, but if we can open our hearts to each other and connect in a way that is um, human and, you know, vulnerable and from the heart, I just feel like we really can start creating new ripples in the, in the world. You know, we can start to bring people together. And I feel like th those are the clients that I draw in are, you know, definitely people who are, you know, either in the throes of something really heavy and hard or have been just beaten around by life. And they, you know, are looking for that um, stream to carry them out, you know, because like, you know, it's like, how can we meet every turn that we're given, you know? And I, I love the phrase, um, the breakdown to break through, because I really believe in that, you know? I mean, I see it in my my teenagers world too, you know, all the time, you know, there's a massive meltdown, massive breakdown. And then he's like, he's like, oh, you know, here I am here. I'm ready to connect with you. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just a learning how to be human in a way that is, um, you know, and that is truly who you are, you know, my computers. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that I would that I would love to say about that part, just being human and being your authentic self and just showing up, showing up for you as much as you show up for other people. Cause sometimes I feel like people go out of their way to please other people, but when it's time for, for them to show up for themselves, they don't. And so I feel like what is causing you to not show up for yourself what is hindering you and there's something that is internally rooted inside of you that needs to come up and out to the surface so you can look yourself in the mirror and be proud of the person that you see and what's looking back at you that reflection and from the outside looking in because one thing that I learned is whenever you're going through those losses and stuff, you learn more about yourself, but then also something empower empowering or something powerful is birthed out of that. Like I would have never done life coaching, but it's because, you know, I took all the experiences from corporate. I took the life experience and now I realized that people were coming to me for help with certain things. But the one question I have for you, Allison, that you may see with some of your clients is, where do you feel like those individuals have hit a roadblock where they're afraid to be vulnerable because maybe they think that if I share my vulnerability, it's, it's going to be a weakness versus a strength because somebody may use my vulnerability against me. Do you see that or I mean, hear about it? All the time. I mean, I think it's a human epidemic, right? You know, something you know, I, I tend to draw in, I'm in my late forties. So kind of midlife. And I tend to draw in a lot of women and men in their, in midlife, you know, and we're very imprinted. And so there's a lot of undoing that has to happen. You know, a lot of, um, recognition of where we hit that block of, you know, and generally it's fear, you know, or, you know, somebody that, a, past relationship, like totally took advantage of us when we opened ourselves up. And so there's like this undoing and this repair process that I feel like um, has to happen, you know, 
probably many, many, many times. It's not just a one and done, right? It's like this constant cycle. So, you know, it's just being human is so fascinating to me. Like we, we spend like our whole lives, you know, doing this inner work to really, you know, find alignment in our true selves. And that, you know, it sounds so simplistic, but it's so complex, you know, as, and, and I do think as humans, we kind of make things more complicated than they actually need to be. But, you know, again, I just feel like it's this undoing and this repair process and learning how to trust again, how to trust ourselves first and foremost, and then to gradually start to open up to, to others from that place. I love that. So it sounds like you have to do a lot of what I say in my work is deprogramming in order to reprogram and recalibrate yourself. But then part of that is knowing who you are and loving yourself unconditional, where you're going to put in the work because you want to see the results. And it's not going to be an overnight, just like some people say overnight success. There's never really no overnight success, in my opinion. Yes, some people are lucky or some people may say I manifested it or et cetera, but they put in the work in order to see the results. And I feel like we as individuals and human beings, we have to get to that part where we look at ourselves from a holistic view. Mm -hmm. And there's different parts, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And sometimes even though you go through maybe a period of isolation, that's your period of refinement because Mm -hmm. you are learning more about yourself. You're maybe tapping into a spiritual plane where if you're religious, you're um, whatever your religion is. Like for me, I talk to God or some people believe in the universe or whatever. And you're getting that in alignment, or maybe you're working on your chakras and tapping into your chakras or whatever the case may be. And then once you get that in alignment, then you can begin to chip away at the other periods, uh, the other pieces and periods of your life in order to come into full, full alignment and synergies. And I don't necessarily do the work that you do, Allison. So feel free to interject or correct me if I said anything that's out of context, because I want the audience to know there are different forms and modalities that could get you to the same end results, but it's not going to happen if you're not willing to put in the work and really look at yourself in the mirror to see what is it that I need to do so I could come out of this and be better for myself and for those who are connected to me. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. You know, I'm all about the holistic (laughs) healing track, obviously. Um, And, you know, really this, so when I was in my early twenties, I hit rock bottom and ended up going into a residential treatment center for eating disorder recovery. And it was a holistic program. And so it was there that I really learned all the different um, avenues and, and um, approaches to heal in a holist- on a holistic level. And then I went to bodywork school that was also holistic. Anyhow, you know, what I believe is that we, we can't tear the Band-Aid off and everything's okay. The quick fix thing does not work because we do, I am all about sustainable healing. And with sustainability means that we work with layers, you know, we work different pieces 
of the puzzle of who we are. And what works for one person may not work for another. So we come at it, you know, in the holistic realm, we come at it from so many different ways. And I, you know, I've got gazillions of tools in my tool belt that I can pull out for different people because different people are going to resonate in different ways. But what I have seen, you know, and in my own journey, you know, of healing for, you know, decades is absolutely go through periods where, you know, things are enhanced and you're really um, working it and you're feeling like, oh yeah, I got this and things are moving along. And then there are, there's these times that's a little bit more dormant, but those are the times you still need to do your practices. You know, I'm a big meditator and hugely believe in meditation as a gateway and, you know, along with some other practices, but we have to, even when we feel like nothing is shifting, that is the time. It's like cultivating, right? And so with each step, we gain access to another part of ourselves, another layer of ourselves, and it integrates. And then we can keep moving forward. And that's where the sustainability comes. Because if we do some big, you know, I lead retreats. And so, you know, I'm not saying anything about retreats by anything negative about retreats, but if we do some big opening, some big retreat or a big, you know, healing journey, something that's like a, a weekend, a week long, and we come back and we don't continue the practices, we're going to go backwards again. You know, it's not like it hasn't landed in us. Does that make sense? Yes, that definitely makes sense. And this is what I heard. So it's not a quick fix or it's not that run flat that you just use and put it on whenever you are thinking about it you're thinking about it from a long-term perspective and sustainability where you're putting in the work and then over time you're gradually improving what you what you started that way you you can allow it to stick because if you do something that is a quick fix then you can easily revert back to your old self and your old nature and then you'll be in the same position that you were in even though you spent all this time money energy and resources doing something but you didn't do something that will give you the lasting effect you did something that will give you that quick high and before you know it boom you're back to where you were because you didn't work on something that was cultivating you do you would you say that I sum that up correctly yeah you know um it's, it's difficult to say that you go all the way back because not necessarily, because sometimes we backpedal, right? I mean, that's part of the journey too. It's like, we're sometimes we're, you know, still like, I still have like weeks where I'm like, oh my God, like I, I'm, I'm looking at this again. You know, I thought I was done with this. So yes. And, you know, it's like, I try to remind clients because, you know, it's easy to get discouraged, you know, when you're not doing the quick fix, like they want to tear the, the bandaid off, um, you know, that back, you know, backtracking is part of it because then you can learn even more about this pattern that perhaps is holding you back, you know, and you can gain more wisdom and access to yourself so that you can keep moving forward. So it's like, you know, you take a couple steps forward, take a couple steps back, you take a couple steps forward, you know, but you're never back. I mean, I can't say you never, some people do go all the way backwards, but um, it's rare to go all the way back where like you're sinking, you know, but yeah. then, it's like, then we could talk about addiction recovery and that's a whole other subject. So, but you, yeah, yeah we, we're on the same page. Yes. And I love that you uh, clarified that because 
that is true because it could be a case by case basis depending on who the individual is. So I love that you um, you corrected me and say you could go back, but not all the way back because it's dependent on the individual. So the last question before we jump into the call to action is what tools would you give what tools would you give to somebody who is listening to this for the very first time and they want to at least start awakening their inner self so they could really be authentic? Do you have like some tools that they could start doing now? And then if, of course, if they want to go deeper, they obviously will reach out to you, which will plug that in your CTA. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I... I'm a huge proponent of meditation, you know, and people get very, uh, they're very daunted by meditation and just, and can get really discouraged. You know, I think that there's this expectation that they're going to start sitting and two weeks later, they're going to like, be like, Oh, that's not it at all. You know, <laughs> when you sit in meditation, all your shit comes up, all of it. And so it's an opportunity to learn how to work with it to learn how to work with yourself. It's like, you don't get good at meditation. You become good at being yourself, good at learning how to sit with yourself. So I'm a big proponent of meditation. And actually, if you sign up for my newsletter, you get access to my 11 day meditation program, which is free. And that just kind of gives you a jump start um, on that. And then I'm also a huge fan of writing, of free writing. And so, <laughs> yay! So, you know, I suggest getting a cheap spiral notebook, Walgreens, and do, um, I like doing the morning pages, which it's three pages of stream of consciousness. Nobody needs to read it. Don't worry about punctuation. Just let your subconscious empty. Um, so the morning practice, meditation and writing to start your day out with connection to yourself is huge. And then more to come. I love that. So y'all meditation and morning pages, which is like your free thinking, creative writing, et cetera, that gets all of your thoughts and emotions onto the pages. And it's also a good way for you to reflect on what you wrote and et cetera. I love writing. And so now let's jump into the CTA. What is your call to action for the audience outside of meditation and journaling? Something quick. Um, so you could plug your website and where you primarily hang out on social media, Allison. Awesome. Yes, you can find me on my website at embodymylife.com and lots of goodies on there. And then uh, I am mostly on Instagram these days, Instagram and Facebook um, and my my uh, tag or whatever you call it. See, I'm old, so I don't even handle. know. <laughs> my handle, not my tag. Um, they they got you. <laughs> at embody underscore life. Um, so you can find me there and I'm starting another round of this virtual women's circle, uh, six month journey that, um, is all on zoom. So people can join. It's all, it's for women. Uh, women can join from anywhere and, uh, some other good stuff on my, on my website. So that is amazing. And Allison, I want to thank you so much for coming into the community and sharing more about your background and the work that you're doing. Audience, all of Allison's contact information will be in the show notes. So all you need to do is read, scroll on down and tap, tap, 
tap in with Allison. And lastly, but not least, I want to extend my gratitude to all of you that have taken your time out of your day to listen to this segment. I hope it inspires you, motivates you, and you learn something new. For those of you interested in becoming a brand sponsor, it is paid sponsorship because it does take monetary resources to fuel the mission and movement of the podcast, which is to curate content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational while also weaving in the need for diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. You can find out more info information by reaching out to me via email, which is gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp, the name of the podcast. And lastly, but not least, where would I be without my supporters? You know, I only think about you. So if there's a topic that you want to hear, let me know. Feedback is a gift and I will go source out those subject matter experts, also known as SMEs, to come into the community and share their knowledge with you or do a solo episode if I'm versed on that topic. But other than that, it has been an honor and pleasure to be with each one of you today and with Allison. So we're going to leave you with peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day and be sure to check out more things to come from Allison Rothman and Genesis Amaris Camp. See ya. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.